Welcome to the Triple Confirmed Podcast, where we discuss Bitcoin price talk, trading ideas, and much, much more. I am your host, The Baked Potato, a six-year crypto analyst and crypto YouTuber. Today's date is April 10th, and this is episode 182. Hopefully you guys are having a wonderful Monday so far. Got some very exciting things to go over today. Um, a couple altcoins to look at, things that I'm taking an eye. Well, essentially, I'm starting to see some some changing things in the tides. Um, one altcoin in particular, I think you guys are going to be very, very excited for. So stick around and find out. Let's talk about it. Let's get into it. Uh, as always, we're going to start off by taking a look at our macro timeframes. Ethereum Weekly, Ethereum Bitcoin. What did we do on the close? Let me see here and change this back. There we go. So we did have a bullish candle close. We're seeing money flow continue to increase at this point as per the weekly. This is starting to look like our medium and short-term timeframes are going to get absolutely slapped in the face, potentially, and the macros are going to possibly take over and continue pulling us into the upside direction, at least until we hit the next level of resistance, right around 31K. Obviously, we haven't confirmed everything yet in this in this format, but that seems to be where we're in the direction for. We would definitely have to see things turn around by, I would say, end of week next week if it's if it is going to stop here for sure. Um, today's daily close is going to come in very important for what goes on and how if we are going to try and take a chance and pop our way up into that 31, 32k zone. Yeah, it's basically a matter of are we going to close above 28500 today we are sitting about $700 above that price at the current moment we do potentially have 4 hour candle closes looking to close higher highs we still technically have bearish divergence even if we are to close up in this region from our previous high levels back here on the 16th of March and the 13th of March so you know this definitely could end up being just a more maybe daily style bearish div going on here we may see these first two uh, potentially invalidated if we get probably two more candles uh, continuing to push us up here, probably right around 29.690 before we see some sort of short-term, medium-term pullback. Uh, if it is going to continue, obviously it could just hit that ceiling, fall off, and then continue going down from there as well. But obviously today's push and the data is starting being that is turning around a little bit. Um, our shorting idea you know, seems to be getting less and less likely as uh, we're continuing to consolidate along this top level. Now, again, we haven't invalidated all the divs yet. There's still a high probability of this turning down, and this is just potentially one last, you know, spiking opportunity before things actually turn down. We've seen this many, many, many a times in the past where we do break that higher high. We hit the top of our Fibonacci levels, and we start seeing uh, market structure flip over, everything else starting to flip over, and then we have our downside move. Now again, because we've been continuing to push through our fibs uh, in the medium terms and the short terms, you know, again, these divs, this may end up being juice uh, for the bulls here and giving us a massive upside push. Um, if we look into our shorter time frames, like our minute or five minute and stuff, we have almost like what's going on as a fractal of that higher time frame, potentially playing out some sort of flag here. If we were to see, you know, 
the shorter time frames moving into the more medium term time frames moving into the uh, again like you know the medium short terms but if the fractal continues to break up you know the likelihood of our medium term and then midterm macro term time frames breaking up is you know it just becomes that much higher so we definitely need to pay attention to what happens on today's close we need to pay attention to how these shorter time frames are going about these patterns if they you know if they continue pulling both legs and continuation patterns and we see that starting to play out in those medium terms higher time frames um, you got to believe that you know that's the way we're going to keep going um, some of these time frames right the money flow absolutely bullish to the max it's interesting right now that there's such a division between a lot of these time frames in how the money flow is looking how the volume's been doing you know our multi-day very bullish four day kind of flatlined five day bullish weekly bullish so i would say overall most of these things are still obviously in that macro bullish trend the likelihood of this pullback that we were shooting for here and you know again just becoming less likely as we continue to consolidate here without any backlash or uh you know hard rejection off this level um coming over here to eth um, still being held down by that 1880 level, uh, 618 in our medium term and macro. We're definitely having a bit of a harder time here, I think, with uh, the new upgrade coming, I think, in less than a week or right around a week's time. You know, whatever. Usually, what usually happens with ETH when it sees this sort of thing is that, you know, it pumps until the actual event. Event happens, the buy the rumor, sell the news type of thing. I do expect. You know some sort of decent sell-off here when that event occurs or the weeks uh, afterwards but uh, getting into our more midterm you know daily potentially bouncing off the zero line here i don't think that we're done yet i still think that potentially pushing towards 2000 before we see the actual rejection uh, is very highly likely here right same thing with bitcoin if it were to get pushed up into that 30 31 zone uh, eth hopefully sitting around two thousand dollars a more important medium-term resistance level that we have here. We've gotten obviously very, very heavily rejected off of the $2,000 level before. Um, this is all the way back in August of 2022. If we were to see some sort of hard rejection off this level, potentially, you know, double top overall, you know, if we were to come back down, we're probably on the lowest level of the aspect around 1300 right back to the support line that we seem to be holding, that we've been holding um, since we came down to $1,000 the first time. Um, $2,000 Ethereum, very, very, very tough level to get through. Obviously, if we were to bust through that level, we have at least another little skip and a jump, probably up to about 2160, 2200. There's a, a decent little gap in between the next uh, resistance level and that support, if it does become support. Uh, at resistance if it stays resistance you know again i would expect one more type of dip down for some sort of continuation converging wave higher low and then continuation right the thing i want you guys to drill into your heads is that overall these macros everything about the medium term macro it's all turning up you know anytime we do come down at this point it should be looked at as opportunity to get back in at this point add to your position you know i think like just overall you know i know we've been taking some starting shorts uh, obviously they haven't been working out so well 
for us here. There was definitely some opportune times to be taking some profits. Um, but overall, right, shorting against trend, very dangerous. We've been over this a thousand times. Um, you have to be very careful with that sort of thing. Um, and the trend is your friend until the end. So, you know, again, we're seeing these medium-term divergences. Um, just like Bitcoin, we have the same thing going on in ETH. Um, but we just continue to see, you know, the money flow and the Liberator and Wolfpack bouncing off and around the zero line. This potentially, you know, has more juice than I think uh, a lot of people are giving it credit for. Um, again, especially with this upgrade coming out, I still think that there's quite a bit of juice left in Ethereum uh, before seeing some potential local high. Retesting back into critical support, uh, 1690 would be a perfect level in this as far as medium terms go. Uh, medium term macro, 1600 or 1500. Um, and then obviously our, you know, best, like worst case scenario here is back to the 618 around that 1350, 1360 level. As long as we hold that higher low overall, everything's in great shape. We'll continue potentially looking at some sort of Adam and Eve bottoming formation here as well. Um, could play in correlation with an inverse head and shoulders, right? Technically, it's trying to already print something in the more medium shorter term. We could be looking at something in the more medium macro. So something to keep an eye on, Ethereum, you know, potentially could outpace Bitcoin a little bit this week, I think, just potentially with what's going on. Um, but do do remember that when that event is happening, you know, more than likely uh, Ethereum would see some sort of decent sell-off or turn into a uh, selling type of market, at least for a week or a couple of days, depending, you know, how bullish everything else is turning. Um, one of the major factors that I still think as to why we could end up turning around here and turning back down um, is that our US tenure and our Dixie um, found support bouncing with divergences along these medium term macro uh, levels and bottoms. Um, we're potentially seeing the medium terms turning back up. You know, we're bouncing off key level support. There's a couple things here. So the tenure yields and the Dixie going up with the stock market today and Bitcoin. You know, a little strange, kind of have to scratch your head and say, hmm, you know, that, that almost never, ever happens where they're all going in the same direction. And uh, it seems like we're just potentially setting ourselves up for some sort of hard rejection. The Dixie could use some relief. The US 10 could use some uh, relief coming in here. Again, looking for a lower high, more than likely. Same with, right, opposite of Bitcoin. Bitcoin's looking for a higher low. Dixie and US 10, you're looking for a lower high. Looking at about 3.6% if we were to revisit the 618 and market structure at the same time. It's a very critical resistance. We, we have technically already tested it twice. As we can see here, we formed some bearish, uh, hidden bearish divergence along the way. Um, so potentially a converging wave at 3.5%. You know, it's not a whole heck of a lot more to go. Or we could actually get some juice here coming back into the 3.7 or 3.9 um, to retest the top of the channel once more. Yeah, we definitely need to get through this 3.35 uh, support level uh, as far as the US tenure goes. If we don't break through it and hold below it, um, you know, the likelihood of this thing uh, taking its time chopping around and then breaking through is much more likely, right? But we continue to form what I can tell from now is some sort of uh, dual stage, uh, double shouldered head and shoulders here. We're continuing to roll over. We've got bearish signs going on, bearish divergences. 
you know it's all it's written all over this chart it's just a matter of you know is is everything set up in the same order and ready to go um it doesn't seem to feel that way because we're kind of getting strung along right we're moving up pretty heavily with not a lot of volume s p today did end up pushing up finding support at that uh, 4,075 level. We are sitting back around 4,100 as of right now. Close already happened, obviously. Overall, is this thing looking that good? Not really, no. Um, it is looking okay. We are starting to see some support here, but we can see that we've you know, used a lot of strength to get us from 3,880 to 4,000. A lot of strength, and there is possible hidden bearish divergence going on here as well to this new high that we've made lower high um, we potentially could be seeing another rejection off of this level right back there at again resistance 618 you know best case scenario kind of thing if we were to come all the way back to the 786 at 3880 i think would be a much better retest in my opinion coming back to that key level support not guaranteed or anything but like money flows flatlining out wolf pack turning down you know, we're seeing these signs of it's kind of like, hmm, it's, it's about to turn down, but it's got a little bit more juice. And as we can see here, potentially up into the 382 level, we're almost there. We did end up tapping it at 4130 already once, testing into it again if we see a rejection, just like we did back in here. We came up, we blew through, we blew back down, we, reject, we hit it again, rejected, and fell. Um, something similar to this where we've come up, we hit it, we came back down, maybe we dick around here for a little bit, maybe test it one more time and pull ourselves back down. If we were to break through that 4130, uh, 382, you know, again, we still have this 4170 to deal with. Um, it lines up with a ton of resistance going on here, 4150, 4170. It's all right in this zone in the more medium term. So it is gonna be a very tough level to smash through. Dominance today has been absolutely picking up. Obviously, Bitcoin's been outpacing everything as of today so far um, looking really good we potentially again have a higher high candle close here as far as the four hour the eight hour and the six hour goes four hours already closed above six hour closed above waiting for the eight hour in about three and a half uh four hours so medium terms are already closed above we haven't invalidated all the bearish divergence but as you can see we have invalidated these last few money flow Again, flat right now. Not the best thing I'd want to see. Volume still continuing to drop off, even though we're continuing up. I just want people to be cautious here because this is what happens a lot of the time. It gives you this last really healthy push. It seems healthy. It looks good. It's breaking highs. Everyone gets excited. Everyone's longing right in this zone. And then it completely reverses, rejects comes down, gives them a little bit of hopium again by coming up to retest for that lower high converging wave and then shits the bed. And I just, you know, I do not want you guys to be on that side of the aisle um, if it is going to play out that way. You know, again, we can just, we, all we have to do is look back a little bit in history and we can see many variations of this type of thing where we, you know, we've diverged, diverged, diverged. Oh, we came up one more time. We got smacked down. We had touched it one more time just for to be sure, but it ended up closing the converging wave and falling down. New higher highs, higher high, higher high, higher high, lower high, lower high, lower high. And overall, that is what we're continually doing. So just be cautious. You know, things in the economic background are not looking great. 
you know, there's still talks of recession. The U.S. dollar obviously was going on with China and Russia and the oil thing. You know, huge news that I don't think a lot of people are getting right now. A lot of countries who make oil do not, you know, they want to move away from the American dollar. I'm just, you know, we're, we're in a very weird, critical period in time with what's going on around the world and just the economies in general are at this very strange, like empathic almost type of situation. So just again, be cautious, you know, um, nothing's guaranteed in this space. You know, it could look as bullish as, as, as it ever could have. And you know, the dollar shits the bed tomorrow. Gold goes way the heck down. Like we just, we, we can't, you know, these types of crisis events, you just, you can't, you know, you can't put that into the TA. It's impossible because they come out of nowhere, right? Black Swan events happen. So because of that, things are getting a little sketchy um, <laughs> in the traditional space. I just want you guys to be aware of that. So altcoins, we're going to start with the best. And you guys are probably going to laugh. Um, maybe not. You know, we I think uh, we've made a point on this channel before that some of the, you know, the least shiniest things and the most like, well, it should never do that type of situation seems to do the situation. I've been taking a really good look at Dogecoin over the last couple of days and just taking notice of a couple things. So... We'll start with uh, example A. Okay, going back to 2017. From the low of the major support to the high, we did about 10,000%. And then we fell 94%, okay? We then found support along this, you know, the next new continually building parabolia trend in this level. And then we went on a run for about 30,000%. Now, from that high, we're down about almost exactly the same percentage as the first time we fell. We were 94.25% down on this previous rally. Here, we're down 93.21. We're about a percentage point off of the low, actually. Okay, we're about 0.75% difference from the previous bear rally to this, to this current one. We're hitting a very similar level of continual parabolia here on the support as of what we just touched was seven cents. It's looking very good. There's that. So we've already done the percentage of bear market rally, right? 93%. That's just one thing. Then we say as well, hmm, well, we've been in this downside channel since about 2021, April, right? Interesting. We entered the, the channel in April and we stayed in this channel for two years straight. We popped through it here in October of last year. We tested, tested, broke through. January and then retested it in March and April. So we're back in April. And now we technically have a true breakout of this two year long downtrend channel. We've broken through. We've, you know, retested into the, the more important level here. We have our, our body candle closing line and we have our wick level closing line, which I always look at the, 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 the resistances like zones. You know, it's not ever just one flat level. It's a zone of levels. Regardless, we're above both of them as of right now. We've retested at the 618, and we're looking at daily here. So this is a daily 618. We had retested. We found support. It's on the same point and access as everything else, the uptrend support, 
the downtrend resistance now support and even potentially our new level because if we scroll out a little bit here we can see that this trend obviously has been getting more and more parabolic as it's built for the last um eight years essentially since it came out it's been just okay we're we're chilling here we have a huge rally we come back down now we're on a new line boom we have a big rally now we're on a new line right there's a lot of support in the seven cent region a lot like a absolute massive amount Everything from the monthly into the weekly, money flow-wise, uh, Wolfpack-wise, it's all looking absolutely juicy. Absolutely juicy. You're too weak, pointing straight up into the sky. Green dot, green Wolfpack potentially closing as of this week. The only thing that I can see here is that there's still absolutely no volume, but I want to do one more thing for you guys. I want to show you what this looks like as a volume-weighted moving average. Okay, so... As we can see, only the first rally had real volume back here in 2017, right? This was real volume. This, what we just had, this 0.003 all the way up into 70 cents, as far as volume goes, was a joke, an absolute joke. And we've ever since flatlined, where the lowest amount of like trading volume per day we've seen in the whole period of Dogecoin being available, essentially. Um, what this tells me is that with that built on to the fact that we're on major support, the fact that we've been building huge bullish divergences all the way down here, the fact that this is is very bull flaggish in its own persona, you know, uh, it's very much looking like a massive continuation pattern. And, you know, I, I think a lot of people are, you know, going to put this to the side. It's just Dogecoin. It's just a meme coin, blah, 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 blah. All I'm saying is that it, it did 10,000% on the first run. It did 30,000% on the second run. If we apply those percentages to this next level at around $0.07, cents, we're at 8 You know, I don't think you missed the boat by any means. If we go to 10,000%, that's $7.30. If we do 30,000%, it's a $23 doge. And again, you know, this sounds ludicrous, but you could say the same thing from going from 0 0.002 cents to 70 cents right jonas is a walking talking meme miracle like you know <laughs> yeah seriously like i i think that this is going to outperform the majority of shit coins if if i'm being perfectly honest i don't i don't at the moment see the reasoning why it would you know i mean obviously it's already done it and we can use that as historical data but as far as new information coming in, you know, whatever Twitter is going to do with it, maybe there's there's other things that are in the works. You know, obviously, Elon Musk has a thing going on here. And I feel almost the same way about Dogecoin as I do with Tesla. You know, people hate on it. It's still going to continue growing and building because that's the direction of the way that the world is going. Right. We're moving into electric cars. It was bound for that company to absolutely take off from the get-go they have a brilliant person behind it you know like it's it's an ingenuitive thing even though i personally don't want an electric car i you know i know that at some point if i'm living in canada still i'm probably going to have one so it's inevitable and i mean i'd rather back tesla than i would like <laughs> ford motor company or whatever we don't need to get into it but 
just know like Doge on the macros, on the very large macros, the three week is starting to look like it's trying to triple confirm back up on major support in the bone zone, you know, and it, it absolutely could just it, like explode. You know, a lot of people would argue that the whole 2017 rally was led by Dogecoin. So it's something that I really think you guys should pay attention to. You know, don't write this one off. I still think that you're in a very good potential. You know, it's still accumulating. No, you didn't get five cents, but, you know, you had very minimal amounts of time to buy it at five cents. I'm still sticking to my guns of what I said back in November, that anything under 10 cents for Dogecoin is a, is a spanking deal. I really do believe that. Seven cents, you're, you know, 90% down from the high. That's almost like golden zone for most altcoins. If you've ever looked back in history, 90 to 95%. Um, if they've fallen in that category, they are juicy. Absolutely freaking juicy. That means 95% of people that were in probably, you know, gave up, gave it away, sold their shit for a loss, and they're out. You know, we're continually watching supply of most, most crypto assets, Bitcoin especially, are drying up the you know the reserves are drying the heck up the inflows are not coming in the outflows are getting crazy you know people are putting their shit away i think they said like 60 or 70 percent of bitcoin right now is like you know it's not on chain it's in wallets it's put away there's not that much to buy and when people start realizing that you know digital ids digital currency is coming and they want an alternative from their government you know, surveillance tokens, they're going to start looking for shit like this. And it's only going to continue to grow. You guys know you've been in crypto that long. You know, there's a reason why you're here. It doesn't have to be that specific reason, but I think you know what I'm getting at. You know, we all have a common idealism of what we see Bitcoin to be in the future and or just cryptos in general. Maybe it's not Bitcoin, you know, Bitcoin still slow, still blah, 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 blah. People, you know, there, there is better alternatives, somewhat speaking, right? But that doesn't, that doesn't push it out of the way completely. There's always going to be, you know, a need for the degen coins and a need for obviously stuff like our token, you know, which is a completely utility token to run a service, to run a network, right? Like there's going to be necessary for it. So yes, Dogecoin, absolutely explosive. Is it the exact right time to buy? I can't say for sure. You know, we may have one more push down. You may get one more opportunity. But um, do I still think that this is a good price to be buying at? Yes, I do. I definitely do. Anything under 10 cents macro long-term outlook, not financial advice, looks heckin' good. So I'd love to hear some feedback if you guys have anything different to say. Or, you know, you're like, wow, a potato, what are you talking about? You're crazy, right? But I don't know, man. People told me I was crazy that it was going to seven cents. That was ludicrous. And then it went to seven cents and we were like, oh, it doesn't look like it's going to stop. <laughs> and it goes to 70 cents. You know, that was a 10x. It was crazy that it got to seven cents in the first place from like 0.002 cents. So percentage wise, looks amazing. I won't say anything more. Lowest amount of traded volume ever on the most bullish key level support. Bullish macros, money flow turning up, never spent any time in the green in the three week. The, the two weeks spent a teeny, teeny little bit of time here in the positive money flow. 
Right, obviously we had some back here that we can't see, but only two times in history has this thing been green. And we're turning up pretty freaking hard as far as Market Liberator goes. So, not financial advice. I think that's about, about what I wanted to talk about. I'll obviously point out a couple more uh, altcoins throughout the week. I don't want to overload you guys, I think, you know, talking about one, uh, really diving deep into it per podcast. It's kind of more of what we're going to go for. Um, there's obviously tons and tons of altcoins that are going to do well this season. You know, doing well and doing fantastic are two totally different things, right? Finding those fantastic, outlasting, like, you know, again, 10,000%. I'll, I'll be happy with the minimum. But if it does 30 or more, because, you know, it's built. The last two runs have, have you know, you've seen an increase in percent, which normally that, you know, ooh, you do... 20,000% the first time, and then you do 5,000%, then you do 1,000, and, you know, it usually it's getting gradually smaller. And the trend I'm seeing on Doge is that, you know, volume going way heckin' down, and percentages are increasing as these rallies continue. So, just an observation. Um, it looks heckin' good. Um, yeah, so, hi, uh, quick little overview. We need to watch how we close today on Bitcoin. We want to see a close over 28,500. If we get that close and we continue to see these divergences invalidated, um, if you've already stopped out of your short position, you know, you're probably better off. I'm being a little risky here. I'm going to, I'm going to wait a little bit longer, potentially even looking for, you know, a potential higher high on the wick basis. It's, it's really, really cutting it close though. You know, I don't think that's a great idea for most people. Most of your TCs that we had, are you know turned around and turning back up midterms and macros continue to turn up right i wouldn't feel bad about taking a small loss on the short if you didn't take profits right again because there was only minimal periods of time in which that we were in profit from 28 to 28 5 and down so you know potentially um i would see it's hard to say i mean we're kind of in between it's it's telling you that you know potentially you could have added in here 28,200, 28,500 to a long. Obviously, because we're sitting right at critical key level resistance, you know, is that the best idea? Probably not. Just need to be cautious here because we're, you know, there is definitely very critical resistance still above us. There's not a whole heck of a lot of liquidation left, I think, in this zone above us either. Like we could go into 29,500 and then still end up coming down. We could go into the zero at 31. That's a big, but that's a big step right? That's $2,000 higher than we are now. That's still close to 10%. So just be aware of that. You know, if we see that high, if we do end up pushing to 31, and then we start rejecting, we still see bearish divergence now, maybe on a, you know, a three-day type of perspective, two-day, one-day type of deal, that can end obviously send us uh, still back into the mid-20s. So we need to be cautious of that. But as of right now, the only time frame I can see is the daily here that's still TC down technically, but obviously if we are going to get a full-on TC above, it's it's a complete invalidation. I still have my lungs ordered down. That is correct, my friend. I just, you know, um, the likelihood of it actually happening now are becoming like, they're getting lower and lower as we're continually seeing this thing push up. Still very possible. 29,500, 600 may hit and slam us. So just be aware of that. I may end up, you know, closing this short, seeing fat rejection and then end up jumping back in and that's just how it goes sometimes so be on the right side 
make sure you're paying attention to what the Dixie and the US tenure are doing uh, as of today and tomorrow. Because again, everything's moving in the same direction today, and we're definitely going to see one or the other, you know, hit polarity. It's only a matter of time before they realize that they're, you know, moving in the same direction, and one of the two sides ends up uh, <clears throat> stepping down. Because you're basically playing a game of chicken at this point. Um, bonds and stocks cannot continue in the same direction for that long. So just be aware of that. Hopefully you guys can enjoy the rest of your day. Um, make sure you guys, obviously, we have a huge uh, meeting coming up in 10 days on April 20th. You guys know it's the one-year anniversary party for Triple Confirmation. We've got some very exciting announcements to make. Um, you guys can find that in the events tab over in the Triple Confirmation Discord. If you're not part of our Discord, you know, check out the website, TripleConfirmation.com. All the details about the group and the trading bot and everything else that we're doing is on the website. So check that shit out. All right, my friends, with all that being said, I appreciate the heck of you guys taking the time to listen today. Nice to see a full crowd. I do apologize about Friday. I was completely under the weather, and obviously we had moved about $50 the whole day, so I didn't really see a whole point to uh, doing a session, I'll be honest with you. Just trying to, you know, get some bed rest before going to see family. So I appreciate you guys. Make sure you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, guys. To the lounge!